It's time to delve in a delicious cup of coffee. Hi. Hi. You're just in time for coffee. Somebody get me some coffee. Want another cup of coffee? Good to the last drop. Don't forget your coffee. And bite into some tasty conspiracies. This is Coffee and Conspiracies. Welcome to Coffee and Conspiracies, where a couple clueless college kids review fresh brews and debate conspiracy views. I'm your host, Riley. I'm joined by Logan today. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And we are joined by a wonderful guest that we've been dying to have on since we started. Uh, Derek Hancock, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Derek, the radio guy. That's an oversimplification, <laughs> but okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, my, yeah. I'm Derek. I'm the the radio station manager here on campus. Kind of oversee in this studio, podcast studio, and also an instructor of communications, and teach a class this semester. You guys are actually in it, and I apologize now. <laughs> I love your class. It. I've been enjoying it a lot. Working on my um, uh, commercial for cats yeah <laughs> this this i will say this last batch of commercials that are being done have absolutely just surprised the daylights out of me i'm gonna get a give a shout out to peyton johnson oh my gosh yeah. amazing and his whole terminator mm-hmm. yes the exterminator yeah oh the he did so good the exterminator but that's not what we're here to talk about but i just had to <laughs> no throw it's that good in. it's good if he listens we want him to know that his was definitely my favorite that i've heard out of, seconded, out of that seconded. um i know you can't pick favorites but <laughs> yeah no favorites no favorites <laughs> sure um okay so today uh we are drinking a a vanilla macadamia Hawaiian coffee blend from the Hawaii Coffee Company. I think it's actually the same company that our coffee with Dr. Sinclair was. That is correct. But today we've done something special because every time we do coffee on the show, I brew it. I do a pour over. I take way too long. I grind the beans myself and get really, uh, really snobby over it. But <laughs> the today point is Riley's something... really dedicated to his craft. Today we've done something a little bit different. Derek, do you want to tell us about it? Well, I I brought in a uh, thermos about what a month ago that had coffee made out of a sixty year old percolator. Oh yeah, and wanted to share it with the both of you actually. And ever since then, Logan looks in my office to see if the thermos is in there. <laughs> and if it is, I, I don't have a like. I feel like I don't have a choice, and I, I go grab myself a cup and I like kind of hand it to Derek, and I, I get my, myself a cup of coffee. The science of a percolator is quite interesting. It it more or less cooks the coffee instead of just pours hot water over the beans it literally cooks it and it gives it such a smooth and i've noticed no matter what coffee you put in this thing it tastes delicious and i'm not selling percolators per se but i noticed it just makes everything taste so much it could be from i'll go on and say walmart brand coffee versus dunkin donut It'll take both will taste really good out of this. I thing. can't confirm because that's what he normally makes is the Dunkin' Donut brand, and I it, I think it's just like gourmet coffee every time I ask for a cup because it's actually just that good. one time you had Kroger brand and didn't know it. Oh, <laughs> see, his <laughs> point <laughs> deceived. Ah, his point stands even further though. Is, is the point I'm trying to make? Yeah. So that, I mean, it, that's it, the story. It's an antique. It belongs to my mo- mother and father. Actually, just over the weekend, I found the box that it belongs to. Really, and so now I have the box. So it's a whole complete set now. So I mean, it just feels, it has like the feel, I guess, a nostalgic feel for a yeah. nostalgia that I never had of like being in an, in an old diner, yeah. right? Which is like, I, I hate to say, like way before my time, just a, just a, a, a wee young man in the world never got to experience going to a diner uh, and getting a, like a percolated cup of coffee. Yeah. But it feel like I, I I feel a weird nostalgia for something that I never got to experience, got to experience. You know. Well, you think about anything designed during that time, from percolators to cars, to the ovens in your kitchen, <clears throat> telephones on hanging on the wall. <laughs> everything had a look about it. Everything mm-hmm. was art. I'll say more importantly, everything was built to last. Yes, that thing is sixty years old and percolated that coffee like it was. Brand new. 50 years ago. It looks like you bought that thing maybe a month ago. Like, it looks so brand spanking new and works so well. And and I get what you're saying. It has that, the shape and look that feels like the age it's from. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just got, 
something about it everything looked that way and i honestly think it's a really cool look like i always yeah. get like look back i mean some of my favorite cars you know yes. like like my favorite car is the 69 mustang nice always nice will be 1967 but, Chevy Impala. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, percolated, the first time we're doing any percolated coffee. It's the first time, well, it's not the first time. It's the second time we're doing anything that wasn't pour over because we did have that one uh, dreary, cold, rainy yeah. day that we got just dunking. Did we just use the Keurig in the back? No, no, we we. Oh no, we did. We no, yeah, that's right. We did pick up from Duncan. I do remember that. But anyway, yeah. So we got percolated coffee. I gotta say, it's really good. It's um, amazing. Uh, but today we are also doing uh, on a on a day of doing things a little bit differently. Uh, for the first time in Coffee and Conspiracies history, uh, we are. I guess the best way to put it is we are revisiting a topic because mm-hmm. we missed, not necessarily missed some stuff. We didn't have enough time to talk about everything we wanted to. And we're also bringing in somebody who has some fun insights <laughs> and also more notes, a, a, a fun theme that we're starting to see. Also more notes than me and Logan combined. Yeah. <laughs> or as, as he would like to say it, uh, more of an insider information look, or <laughs> he was actually maybe th- not there, but oh, he, come on now. I'm not that <laughs> yeah, old. I, <laughs> I knew you were going there, <laughs> but like has, uh. as a, as a better understanding of the gravity of this topic, rather than some, someone like Riley and I, that's only as old as we are. Just, just a, a few Young boys living in the world. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> oh, come on. We got to mess with you a little Just, bit. You might as well. <laughs> I messed with him too much about it. This so is what topic are we revisiting? We are revisiting Paul McCartney is dead. The wonderful topic about Paul McCartney, um, uh, member of the Beatles. If you haven't heard our first episode, I think it was our second episode, like the, fir- the first in this, I guess, Paul McCartney series, yeah. I should say. Second episode we ever did. Uh, me and Logan talked about Paul McCartney's death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went over some audio files that were a part of like the evidence about it. Um, and today we're going to revisit. We might talk a little bit about some of the stuff we have before. We'll probably be talking about some new stuff as well. It's very exciting. The point is Derek is going to be offering us a perspective that we have never seen before. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll just, we, you're, you're adding a perspective overall. And that's, that's what I love about, you know, having guests on this show is the yeah. fact that like, yeah, Riley and I can sit here and talk about just about anything, you know, any given day of the week and we can add our insights, but always having that other perspective really helps put things in a fuller, bigger picture. So I'm very excited about this. So what you got for us, Derek? What do I? Oh, so you're just going to yeah, throw right to you. Do, do you want me to lay down the groundwork <laughs> again? or Because I'm the one who brought this topic to the show for the record, because this is like one of my favorite conspiracies. It is an interesting conspiracy, and I'll go on and give you my opinion on it. it is, I think it's a bunch of uh, malarkey. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what we settled on. A bunch, pretty much. It's, it's, it's baloney, but, you know, the theory goes that in 1966, Sir Paul McCartney was tragically killed in a car crash. And the Beatles wanting to save face, continue on. And they were right in the middle of the, 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 the height of their career. They held a Paul McCartney lookalike contest. I didn't know that. Mm. And the winner was William Campbell or AKA. Was it Raul? Billy Shears. Billy Shears. Oh. Now, Billy Shears gets mentioned in some songs. Yes, yeah, he does. Yes, he does. But what I wanted to bring up was how much fun the Beatles had. Oh, yeah. With this this whole conspiracy, this theory that he's that he died. What see what I landed on? Uh, well, really, what me and Logan landed on last time uh, that we talked about this towards the end. I, I am thoroughly convinced that somebody like they they set this up or somebody heard it and they ran with it because that's what I would do. Like if yeah. I was in a band like this and somebody started making a conspiracy like this, I'd be like, "All right, let's string them along." <laughs> now I don't remember the video, but there is actually a video with Paul McCartney with a chipped tooth in the video. Interesting. Mm. Now what happened was actually in around the holidays of 1965, he had a moped accident. Interesting. And fell and busted his face, his lip, chipped his tooth, the Mm. whole thing. Well, and then a few days later, they had to film. Well, that is where it all began, where there's Paul McCartney with the cover-up and the chipped tooth. Mm. Interesting. So I'm just going to point out right now, I think there's a trend of Paul McCartney just can't drive. Um, (laughs) The two accidents. uh, Isn't there a song in there? 
Baby, you can drive my car. Uh, yeah, He's yeah. asking he somebody can't. to drive his car because he can't. Because <laughs> yeah. he can't. Anyhow, so the, the, the so what I found here, as a matter of fact, what I wanted to do uh, was pull up some album covers. I'll show it the okay. Logan. Okay. Right. So the, one of the first conspiracies that happened as far as the Beatles messing around with the theory on the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the first album made after McCartney's so-called death, there's, they feature lyrics where the Beatles introduce their listeners to the one and only Billy Shears. Billy Shears is the name of the, the, the man who replaced Paul in the band. Now, there is a debunk for that. Okay. Ooh, okay. okay. Billy Shears is merely the name of a member of the fictional Lonely Hearts Club band. Okay. Now, on the cover, which you're looking at right I'm now, looking at right now. Of the Sgt. Peppers, there's a wreath shaped like a bass guitar. Yes. McCartney's signature instrument. This proves he's dead. That's what they say. That that right there alone proves that he's dead, and the Beatles <laughs> replaced him. Wait, what? They left a wreath as a clue. At, <laughs> what so the thing of yellow frogs and yellow flowers. take just the wreath and go, he's dead. Well, okay, so, so that every... Christmas. Every time I walk by somebody's house or drive by somebody's house who has a wreath on the door, it means one of them's dead. Is that what we're saying? Uh, that that is. <laughs> it's is it. What color is it? That, it's, is it is the yellow flowers, right? That's what, yeah, you, that's what you're pointing yeah. out. Yeah, so it's that thing with yellow flowers. So there's the yellow. <laughs> yeah, now okay, the yellow wreath is a red herring. Okay. Uh, the true smoking gun on the Sgt. Pepper's album cover is that if you look close enough, the drum head says. Dead is Paul, which is when reading the words backward, backwards, Paul is dead. Do you see that? Can you actually see where, that? Where point the, point this out? Because you're talking about this one, right? One right smack in the middle of the album cover. Yeah, the drum head says, "Dead is Paul." Where? Let's have a look. See, I, I can't. I, I'm I'm lost because I don't see any possible. Like, do you do you see that? It's supposed to say, say "Dead is, is Paul." Paul. On the drum head. Now, now zoom out for a second. Is there another drum? Is it? That's the bass drum. On one of the drum heads. Well, I'm assuming that is the drum head. Yeah, it's got to be. Somewhere in there it's supposed to say. But that's another thing, too. They overreach looking for things. I mean, but that's the fun of a conspiracy theory, I, I right? agree with that. <laughs> well, I'm saying, I, I'm going to argue that, I and mean, this is kind of what we talked about the last time we talked about this, which was there's, in my opinion, a lot more, quote-unquote, concrete evidence yeah than this like i know lonely uh sergeant peppers was brought up in like the original so do you know how like oh. it became popular this theory became popularized have we talked about that before go ahead okay so i mentioned this the last time we talked about this but there is a dj in chicago that got an anonymous uh, yeah. tip from someone's asking them to play uh it was which uh, it was something from strawberry fields forever right uh, i think that's what we yeah, said originally I think it was a revolution nine Yes, uh, to play Revolution Nine backwards because you could um, the the words were, I think it was like turn me on dead turn, turn me, me on, on dead, dead man, man. yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, I remember when Riley and I listened to it we heard it and I'm using air quotes even though you can't see that we heard it because that's what we were listening for that we pointed out the fact that if we didn't know those words begin with, we would have just sounded like, you know, like you would say malarkey and just kind of jumbled yeah. the noise. But that led into a rabbit hole of evidence of going into, I think it was something else on Strawberry Fields Forever. Uh, the I one, buried Paul. I buried Paul. I, yep, that was my, that was, I was actually going, going to interject with that. That same song has I Buried Paul right. said by John Lennon in the very end. Right, now, so that, that one we did We heard that. However... I do you know like, what he says he's actually saying? No, I do not know that. Cranberry sauce. <laughs> Wait, is he really? Mm, that's what he says. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. I mean, another thing, so we're talking about drum heads. I tried to see if I could find somebody who, like, was pointing out exactly what they were talking about. Yeah. Couldn't find anything on the picture that we were talking about. Uh, however, I think it's a uh, magical mystery tour hidden message. Like, there's supposed to be a hidden mm. message on the uh, bass drum, the like, the red... Um, mm -hmm. It's got like a red drum head that's got graffiti over it. And I guess if you look closely, it says, love the three Beatles. And yeah. people latched onto that. 
Wow. So and I one guess and one other thing on the Sergeant Pepper's cover, it says that uh, Paul's grave can be seen in the bottom of the left of the corner. On that on that first one. On oh, the yeah. Sergeant. Okay, Pepper. but that makes sense, and I want to explain why. Looking at the cover photo right now, because all four or there are at least four people dressed in suits, like they st- like. Sorry, if you ever seen the Sergeant Pepper's album, it is a cacophony of bright colors and just random things all clumped together <laughs> on an album cover, especially the four Beatles and the front dressed the way they are. Well, if you look slightly just to the left of said album cover, you can see indivi- four individuals wearing dark suits yeah. like you would at a funeral. Yeah. So, but they don't look, none of them look like the Beatles except one of them, maybe. They don't look like the Beatles in my opinion, but I can't quite cuz they comparing them side by side, they look completely different. But yeah. that's just my opinion. Wait, what in the world? What in the world what? Uh, okay, so the the drum head cover thing. I don't know how this is at all like right, but apparently the drum head on that cover art we're talking about uh is Sergeant Peppers or the other one? Uh, the one with the wreath. Oh, yeah, Sergeant Peppers. Sergeant, yeah, Sergeant Peppers. Peppers. Uh, so apparently, like, I guess if you cram it together, <laughs> it's supposed to look like it says 11 9 he die, as in November 9th. 9th he die. So there we go. We're stretching some more. Yeah, I yeah. mean, here, look, look, at, look at what I'm looking at here. So it's, I mean, I don't even know how they got to where they got. Um, If you see... So it's it's circled. Anybody you can you can find this if you look up um Sergeant Pepper's like yeah. Paul is dead. It what like where does that come from? Where does that come from? Like are they're looking at a different picture there, than me. Some, there's something uh, there's something there's something <laughs> on that explanation that really caught my attention and it's on the right. Apparently there's a bloody driving glove. Oh, wait, I think I see it. Yeah, I mean you you got the three-string guitar like wreath thingy, of course, you know, you've got I guess eleven nine he die that makes zero sense. Like I, they're huh. looking at a different picture, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the only. That's the only possible. Derek, here's your phone back. That's all right. That, that's that's the only possible explanation. That's insane. And you could take that particular album cover and the album itself and break it apart and find all sorts of things. And I still think the Beatles just simply had fun with it. I, I also certainly. I a thousand percent agree with that because it's funny to me because for the reason this is my favorite conspiracy of all time is because of like the because I remember like just being really interested in conspiracy theories and like many a couple of years ago and I was like oh what are like the top ten conspiracy theories and I just typed that into like my Google search bar and what this was on the top ten list this was like number like six or seven don't say number nine <laughs> <laughs> but this was like number six or seven and I was like and of of like all of the ones that were on the list it seemed like the most like we the, the, for lack of better like weird out there and kind of the most fun because like the other ones were like oh you know the rich and powerful are all lizard people the illuminati exists uh you know the moon landing was fake like things that like people take very very seriously yeah. this was like one of those oh yeah Paul McCartney's dead there's like huh what that's insane was I love messing with my grandmother about it because she's a diehard Beatles fan and I love going hey grandma you know Paul's dead right just like like trying to gaslight her, I think it's the it's my favorite thing to do. She just looks at me and goes, "Stop, he's he's definitely alive." How do you? She's like, "How do you explain the wings? How do you explain this?" And I'm like, oh, "That's a different dude." She goes, "That looks and sounds exactly like Paul." And I'm like, "Yes, Grandma." So what somewhere you think along is possible the, is beyond what you imagine. To add to that, somewhere along the way, there was a nickname given to him called Fall. Yeah, Fall McCartney. Fall McCartney, Fall McCartney? meaning McCartney? fake Paul. Um, I used to, oh, I started calling okay. him Raul, Raul McCartney. <laughs> Okay. So moving along with ha- them or having Saul fun, McCartney. another one of my favorite album covers Abbey is Road. Abbey Road. Logan has the the picture there, but uh, Riley, if you wanted to pull the yeah. So the Abbey Road album cover is one of my favorites because it's obvious they're up to something in the cover. Yeah, certainly. We definitely talked about this the last time we visited this subject because I remember this being like one of the bigger like. Bigger but, but chunks I, of evidence. But I think after you did the episode, I mentioned what each one meant, and you're like, oh, no, we didn't I, do this. So. I think I brought it up, but I didn't bring it up during the actual so recording. So it yeah, bring features it up, go ahead. a funeral procession mm-hmm. with John dressed in white, mm-hmm. symbolizing a clergyman. And then George is mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. Ringo is in the back as a mourner. 
Mm-hmm. George is in denim jeans and a denim shirt as the grave digger. Wait, 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 wait. Try that again. Because if Ringo's in the back, then Ringo's wearing the denim. Yeah, that's George in the denim. Okay, so then that's Ringo. That's Ringo. He's a mourner behind John. That's why he's wearing black. Okay. And then, and then there's Paul. And then Paul is barefoot and out of step Yeah. with the rest of the members. And he is signifying, quote unquote, the corpse. Now, the debunking on that was each Beatles just showed up dressed that way. And that's the picture they took. Yeah, I, can I mean, see it was that. Again, I can I can track that that tr- that definitely tracks, that definitely tracks when it comes to how the Beatles are. Like, yeah, that, that makes I mean, a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe they or maybe even they they showed up like dressed that way, and we're like, let's get this picture taken. And then Paul was like, man, I'm gonna take my shoes off, like for no reason, because that could 100 percent be it. Wasn't like, this wasn't Abbey Road like one of the f- like final albums before the Beatles split up? Uh, there's one more. Uh, let's see. There was oh, that, that reminds me. So there was still another album, Let It Be. Uh, I think Let It Be is their. Oh, last I definitely one. talked about Let It Be in the last episode because that was the one that had the all four of them, but the three of them had white squares and one had a red, and Paul had a red square behind him, which signified that he oh, was yeah. dead. Yeah, that's the, the picture dead, I put yeah. there in front of you. Yeah. That uh, Let It Be, I believe, is their last album. It's either that one or the white album. But yes, as Logan d- demonstrated, there's four pictures: John, Paul, and George. I'm sorry. I just John, John, John Ringo, Ringo, and George, and George. are in. Got, they have a white background and looking mm. to the left. Paul is in red, looking forward. Yeah, and it's supposed. To, that's another one. He's dead. Yeah, that's it. Isn't the white album the one where, like, I think there was an album that I mentioned the last time we talked about this. I like the big, like the bigger pieces. Like there was um, POD. Like someone was wearing a like a jacket with a patch out that said POD. On it, that was yeah. the one right after the crash happened. Uh, there was another one. Um, is it POD? There's, on a, it? there's a patch on on the sergeant on one of them in the Sergeant Pepper's. One it says POD, doesn't it? That that might have been the one you were. That might have been there was, but there was another it's one like one of them. I don't remember which one though. One of them was there was another one that I mentioned. Like one of them was smoking, and the other one or like three of them were smoking. The other one wasn't because he was or um. Oh, there isn't there an album where, like all of them are wearing black and Paul's the one wearing white. Oh, that, that one I do not recall. I don't know. The point is, is that there are, there were many, many, many like pieces of evidence um, for why this conspiracy like blew up. And I mentioned this the last time, which was I get in it. I just why I agree with Riley so much about like the Beatles either were proponents of or instigated this or just ran with it because. Any sort of publicity is good publicity. Good publicity. That's what I think they did. Like a thousand percent. And what I wanted to bring up today was, okay, fine. If Paul, in fact, died in a car crash in 1966, they replaced him with his brother. Apparently, he he has a twin brother. They replaced him with his brother or a Paul McCartney lookalike. Well, listen to the list of songs and hits that the fake Paul McCartney gave us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for real. Paperback Rider, yep. Yellow Submarine, yep. Penny Lane, Hello Goodbye, Lady Madonna, Hey Jude. Hey Jude, Jude. yeah. Obladie, how about Let It Be, and one yeah, of my favorites, The Long and Winding Road. And that's just as a writer for the, the Beatles. Beatles. What about his solo stuff? Uncle Albert's one of my favorites. Maybe I'm Amazed. Live and Let Die, Live Jet. And let die. I love that song. Listen to the, what the man said. Silly love songs. Who could forget wonderful Christmas time? I, I mean, think, I think we have landed on a point that me and Logan made repeatedly last time, yeah. Eric. And that is if Paul died and they replaced him with a lookalike, the lookalike is who should have had Paul's job to begin with. Yeah, a thousand percent. He should have been the one in the Beatles to begin with. Because if he brought us all of those songs, then sorry, Paul, but you died for a good cause. Well, well, you know, you're not wrong. So, but that's the point I make is there's no way. So, but like, I guess my my question that I posit to you, Derek, and that that we've discussed before is, this is a two-part question. The first part being, why do you think this blew up like and this is kind of like the conversation of like why are conspiracy theories so prevalent and so on and so forth and so you can kind of take it that way if you'd like but why do you think this conspiracy blew up the way it did well at that particular time you look back at media in general okay media was just kind of learning its footing 
Uh, you could thank probably Elvis Presley for that. Uh, the plane crash that had the big bopper, you know. Oh, the, the day the music died. No, the, I, Buddy Holly. So, Buddy Holly. Mm-hmm. The media was on the forefront of these things, covering the Ed Sullivan appearance of both the Beatles and Elvis Presley, the young generation uh, that was growing up at the time. Media was feeding every single thing. Let's not forget the when John said something about them being more popular than Jesus. And that, <laughs> I do remember that. That blew up to beyond. And But media fed that, at least especially here in America, mm-hmm. to the point where people were burning Beatles albums in the streets. Mm. And so mm. I feel like media at the time fed into it. The Beatles fed the media. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Every, the, the Beatles could sneeze in the microphone and someone was covering it. I mean, I, I, that sounds like a funny analogy, but I feel like it didn't matter what they, so suddenly someone said, Paul actually died. Look at his earlobes, his earlobe. That was the other thing too, is they, there were facial uh, pieces to his face that, that, mm. that apparently they said changed. His earlobes changed. Look at his ear. Look at it, you know, his ears, you know, wasn't look, another look one at his like, nose. Wasn't another one that he started, like he used to use his right hand and started using his left hand. That was another one they said. They even said his eye color changed, which that was debunked, you know. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the yeah. earlobes, our earlobes will tragically slowly change as we age anyway. That is true. They also, if you remember the Beatles, somewhere around 67, they all decided to look like Planet of the Apes and grew beards all yes over. and that john was a, never got rid of it which made me upset but that's just <laughs> me and so they all thought well they did that to cover up the paul's change mm-hmm. you know but when he shaved guess what he looked the same yeah just older and and uh, the other thing was that younger paul had a baby face mm-hmm. when he aged guess what happens to your baby face goes away. You, the puffiness goes away i will and, also mention and i did mention this the last time we talked about this that the amount of drugs uh, the Beatles got up to. Oh, dude, it's 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 asinine the amount of. Well, I'm saying, but like that that has an effect on like drugs in general have an effect on like your facial structure and you know, things yeah. like that overall. So that's gonna change, you know, how they look regardless. Like John, I, I John's my best example because John went from looking the way he did when he was young to looking the way he did when he died, and that's like a stark. 180 and degree let's difference. Let's not forget some of the strange songs they wrote during that time. Well, yeah. and let's I am be, the walrus. Uh, what? I love that song though. Let's be <laughs> it's honest. It's a good here. song, but it's <laughs> about as we sitting on a cornflake waiting for the dead man. What? What is that? Hey, they were innovators. It is what it is. <laughs> innovators. Well, let's be honest here. If if let's say right, me and Logan are in a band and we're we're getting pretty popular, and. Somebody comes up and it's like, oh, you know, Logan's actually dead and you replaced him with the lookalike. Not only are we pretty popular, but it's also me and Logan who like to joke around. And now you throw a bunch of drugs into the mix. I think probably the first thing I'd suggest is, hey, you you want to die? Hey, you want to make people think that you're dead? (laughs) And then there uh, goes. And I can hear the conversation between John and (laughs) Paul about it. Yeah, thousand percent. We're going to pretend you're dead. So my second part to that question I was asking you earlier is, and this is, I ask this every time we talk about a conspiracy yeah. and that is if this were actually true, like just, just play like with your imagination for a second. If this was actually true, what sort of impact on society do you think it would have? Like the, if the, like the truth would come out that Paul's actually dead, this Billy Shears was actually, or the fall of McCartney was actually real. You oh, know, wow. it was replaced. And like, what, what, how do you think that would impact society? Realistically speaking, man, how do I compare this to something that I I don't know if it's going to be even appropriate, but I'm going to anyway. It's a podcast. You're you're the boss, so I'm following. Well, (laughs) so we all know who Bill Cosby is. Yes. Think about how many years he was America's dad. Oh, yeah. My parents talked about that all the time when that was going on. When they started to talk about what he could have been doing to women Mm -hmm. and I was in such denial because, well, I grew up watching the Cosby show, listening to his albums and he was so squeaky clean. And he, again, 
America's dad. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly the truth comes out that it was detrimental to me as a fan of, of, of him as a child and even as an adult. I, I can't listen to his albums. I can't yeah. Yeah. look. I can't watch the Cosby show, unfortunately. And I know I'm not the only one. No, I mean, so I feel like it would be about the same. Okay. Yeah. That's Derek, a, I, I We'd mean, be lied to for how many years at this point? That's a, that's an, I never yeah. considered it that way. I want to be completely well, honest. I, I mean, I grew up before again i mean it was i was still pretty young when things started to come out but like i grew up my family we'd go on road trips to like we'd, we'd do an eight-hour drive to arkansas um we'd be driving in a minivan and my parents they'd put on bill cosby stuff you know yeah like mm-hmm. the noah's ark am i on candid camera like that i those love stuff, that's i, I yes. remember vividly, my... and then like i i and i now know why but at the time, one day, we just, you know, stopped listening to Bill Cosby on yep. car rides. And I'll be honest, I was always like, oh, like, can we listen to it? My parents were like, oh, not this time. Yeah, now not. I'm now I know what happened. I was right. like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, that's my, my favorite skit of his was dad is great. He makes good <laughs> chocolate cake. cake. Yeah. That's yeah. my that's my dad's favorite. Yeah. Well, that's you my know, dad's favorite. So here we are. We're, we're reminiscing mm-hmm. of. But at the same time, I feel betrayed yeah. by my American dad. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that I think a lot of us would feel portrayed by the Beatles. Yeah. If that, if that is in fact what happened, that is sure. Wow. I mean, sure would make a lot of people feel justified if it was true. Now, I mean, there there may be the other coin where there's those that's like, well, just like I made Uh, the list of songs. Well, okay. The, 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 the fall McCartney gave us, Hey Jude, just give him credit. Like he just well, deserves you know, credit more than Paul McCartney ever did. Now the question is to follow up on that and sort of to shoehorn one of our fun little segments in if Paul McCartney really did die and they really did replace him and that came out, right? Like you'd feel betrayed and stuff. A lot of people would feel vindicated or justified to be mm-hmm. like, we were right. That too. Yeah. One person that I feel like would take that and just run with it. Steve Lightfoot. Oh my god. If you remember us talking about I don't know if we've told you about this person <laughs> we found. Steve Lightfoot and I I'm going to I'm going to read us like a, a piece of of some of his writing. Okay. He has a whole website that apparently recently got hacked um so you can no longer purchase his book through the website. Uh, he asked <laughs> you to send him a check directly. But wow. so he wrote a book, he made a website and everything. Steve Lightfoot, uh, his website is called Lennon Murder Truth. Right? So John Lennon was shot and killed. Okay. He believes that the person, because, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy that was arrested for killing John Lennon. What's his uh, name? Derek would probably know this more than I would. Oh, I, I would normally know, but I, when uh, I'm one of those, on sp- it's one of those things like, yeah, put on I, the spot. Just kind of like, yeah, yeah gone. Gone. But, but we, but he has big glasses. I can see him. Mm-hmm. Every year he's up for probation and Yoko goes, nope. Yes. Yeah, so, well, Yoko's still alive? Well, yeah. So, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Mark David <laughs> Chapman. He was shot. Uh, John Lennon was shot to death by, by Mark, Mark David, David Chapman. Chapman right? Oh, that's, that's, that sounds about that's right. That's what we're told. Yeah. So now Steve Lightfoot says that we are all being lied to. To give you the quick summary, he believes. I think I know where this is going, I, and I've heard and I've heard the theory before. I he think. believes that Stephen King shot and killed John Lennon. Oh well, I didn't see that coming. You, no, wait, you, uh-huh. wait. This isn't the end it's of the summary. No. So Derek, he believes. Stephen King shot and killed John Lennon. He believes that Mark David Chapman was just the front man that was intended to get caught. Okay. And he believes it was a plot between, was it John Lennon, Richard Nixon, and was it Reagan? It, it, was, it was Nixon and Reagan in a some sort of pseudo-communist Jewish plot to take over America. Yes. so it's rooted in... in that statement like, alone. <laughs> wow, okay. Just like many conspiracies in the world, it's rooted in anti-Semitism, which is awful. Okay. Um, because apparently it's this big, like, uh, quote, Jewish communist plot between Nixon, Reagan, and, and Stephen King to assassinate John Lennon. Not sure how any of that adds up. I don't think this guy is fully um, thinking things through, and he clearly has lots of opinions about Jews that are not acceptable in any way. So let me read you, um, I want want to read you just a little piece of some of his writing out of his footnotes and new developments. Now, I don't know how recently this has been updated. In 1987, a 
uh, one Thomas Decker and his six foot seven inch tall accomplice teamed up to break my nose on a sidewalk and dislocate my arm using martial arts. They even tried to break my hip with their boots. A year later, Thomas Decker was sporting a mouth with zero teeth all of a sudden. Either somebody knocked them all out or he lost them to meth abuse, I suspect. He was dressing with expensive clothes, I noticed for a while, and he must have been paid for beating me up. Now, that is the first person of Steve Lightfoot, who throughout all of his writing says that he is being targeted by the government for telling people this truth, right? So he says, basically, this guy got paid to, him and his accomplice got paid to beat him up because the only, he is the best part of this whole paragraph. All this man said to me before doing his, this is a direct quote, before doing his spin moves was, we don't need the publicity. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so let that sink in. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to, to be honest No, okay, so th that's the same issue that I had when I first heard this, because Riley was telling me about all this, and I'm just like, like, I can buy some pretty far-fetched conspiracies just for the fun of being like, eh, it's possible. This, I couldn't, like, I we remember going through this the first time we were reading it, and I was like, there is just no absolute way any of this is true, because especially because Riley mentioned the last time we talked, the first time we talked about this, that apparently the like coup de gras of the evidence that this man presents is the fact that he has asked Steve, uh, Stephen King on multiple occasions, like did he like did he do this? And this all the Stephen King's only ever said no comment because I mean now St Stephen King does not have like like he has a decent presence in media. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the kind of thing I could I could see him doing be after hearing such a. Stupid conspiracy theory would be like, I'm not giving this guy like anything like just mess with them. Um, but I mean, there's so much like we've talked about how um, this guy says that he uh, that a government hitman tried to run him over with a van after he confronted right. Stephen King. And then a week later, that government hitman who was driving the van was found dead, shot and killed, and the case went cold immediately. And he was like, the government tried to put a hit out, and when the guy failed, they took him out instead to keep him from, like, speak. Dude's crazy. This like, sounds like a movie in the making. Yeah, right? Dude, like, he's I, crazy. I just, I remember, like I said, I remember going through this the first time with Riley, and I'm, I'm sitting, like, you can listen to the episode um, I'm just, there's like a solid, maybe two, three minutes of just silence on my end. Cause I'm like, I have, I'm, I was speechless. And Derek, you know me, what have I ever really been speechless about anything? You've, I've only known you to be speechless about twice. I, I was, I had no words, absolutely no words about this entire topic. Yeah. When I first, when I first learned. I've about got, it. I've I'm got sorry. One more sentence. If you want to hear oh, it, just okay. to really oh, no. help you understand how this, how this person is. <laughs> This is this is the top of his like footnotes, final comments. This is like his thing that he's like, this is how I'm going to start off with my my final arguments for this. And it is <clears throat> this is quotes with some censoring. Oh no. That's right. You people are a bunch of aren't you? Or are you just broken, scared, meek, boot-licking masochists? Or maybe even just jealous of me, the messenger. And then goes on to his, like, 12 pages of comments. But he opens it up by, you know, calling the audience he's speaking to a slur, which is not great. Um, uh, actually, this, this had to be pretty recent, because just peeking through this, like, um, he mentions how so many things are a part of this plot that he's talking about that nobody's listening to, like um, AIDS, COVID-19, mass shootings oh, no. are all part of the plot. So the dude's like crazy. Really <laughs> going out there. That's absolute nutcase. So, so what do you think? Do you think Stephen King killed John I'm Lennon in a plot with Ronald Reagan and Richard Nixon? <laughs> I'm going to give you a short answer of no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I will say Stephen King is a heck of a writer, though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, man. My favorite um, story from him is Under the Dome. Mm, he's got some good stuff. And lots of good stuff. Yeah. You know, I, early yeah. on when you were talking about the theory of John Lennon's death, which is ironic, he's watching us right now at that picture next to us, uh, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been staring at me the whole time. I'm going, I'm sorry, John. He's trying I'm to tell sorry, us the John. truth. Uh, was I thought cause there was a theory that I read years ago about that uh, the truth that John was going to reveal the truth about Paul McCartney. 
Oh. And the entourage of Fall McCartney was like, no way, and took care of it. So that oh. was a theory. That, and, and I read, and this was like 10 years ago. Huh. I, 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 but the thing is, I don't want you to say that's just some kind of factual conspiracy that I read because it was so long ago. <laughs> I don't want to put words in somebody's mouth that I found on Google. Yeah. But it is still one of those, like, is Elvis still alive kind of thing? I mean, what about Michael Jackson? What about Tupac? Tupac. Well, yes, absolutely. There's all these conspiracies <laughs> surrounding. Hey, John Lennon may still be alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, we're talking like not putting words into people's mouths that we saw on Google, but that's really this entire show. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, too pretty much. So, so you're saying the theory, was that like he was he was going to speak up and he got shut up yeah oh interesting Maybe. and the plot goes and it was thicker. an interesting like, read I was, like, I was like at this point Maybe. we might as well just send an anonymous email to life hey. and be like hey Apparently Lennon was about a you know, reveal about Paul McCartney. Maybe this is why he died. You may be looking to this. I just got it. I got the connection, right? Okay. So <laughs> Stephen King is a great writer. So oh, they yes. he helped them write their story <laughs> to cover up Paul McCartney's death. John Lennon was gonna reveal it oh, and Stephen King couldn't couldn't pull it. But now the Beatles couldn't do it alone. They had to call on the government to help, which is why Nixon and Reagan were involved. And so they put together this plot where they didn't want anybody to find out. And so that's that. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel stupid even. Yeah, even I was like, I, my brain's things. already short circuiting. What, what? Man, I tell you, this show does take left and right turns. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> See, what was funny is I brought this up the last time too, kind of going back to the main part of the main topic about Paul McCartney. And like you brought up the whole like celebrity deaths thing, right? There's always like, oh, you know, this, this celebrity's still alive. You know, Tupac's still alive, yada, yada, yada. I brought this up. It's a lot easier to fake a death that it is to keep someone who's actually dead alive. Yeah. Mm. yeah like that, that was my takeaway from like the, what if it was true? I'd be like, I'm, I'd be thoroughly impressed. The fact that they were able to keep someone alive that was actually dead. Like as impressive. long as that, I'm like, I'd be, I color me impressed. I'm like, hats off to them. Cause it's <laughs> a lot easier to fake a death than it is to, you know, keep someone alive. Well, like, just, and in my to add to that, this whole thing is if, okay, if Paul is dead and they, and it was some elaborate, you know, hope this whole thing, well, kudos to them yeah. for pulling off the greatest hoax of all time. Think about that. If it actually is true, there's nothing else that would ever come close mm. to that. Unless you're thinking to yourself, there's something. I disagree. That, I've got some ideas. I got some yeah, ideas. Too. I, I, I saw the look of both of you. <laughs> well, I think I think in terms of like history of music, or or at least history of like like. I guess I wouldn't say history of all music because music goes far beyond than like yeah, what we have now. Yeah. But like, you know, you know what I'm saying? History of, of pop rock. I like. would argue, I would argue that another hoax that would rival uh, this in the realm of music involves Elvis. And that's the fact that his twin brother <laughs> his dead. Twin brother is the reason why Elvis is good at singing and playing the guitar. Cause that's an actual thing. That's an actual theory out there that like they die. Elvis had a twin in the womb that died. Um, but the spirit of said brother like lived within Elvis and was able to help him like perform and sing. And like, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Like I know. It's I a, mean, I won't go into it cause I think it'd be cool to have like a history professor on to talk about it. But one of, one of the greatest hoaxes, I mean, kind of hoaxes that I could point to uh, would be the Child Crusades, which if you want to hear about some really, really messed up history, go look up the Child Crusades. Like the Crusades were rough. The Child Crusades were worse, which I'm sure you can imagine when you add child to Crusades. It's not going to get great. Add but, child to anything and it just automatically goes. Mm. But I get what you're saying. Like kudos to them. If if they pulled off faking Paul McCartney being alive and still releasing some of my favorite music ever, uh -huh. then I mean, hats off to him. Hats off. Hats yes, off. Honestly, it would be shocking. Now of overall, wow. I'd say there's probably like at least three things that would outshadow Paul McCartney being dead. Okay. actually dead. Like I'd say Illuminati being the first one, like uh, okay. wholeheartedly Illuminati <laughs> would be the first one. Um, uh, flat Earth would probably be another oh one. Oh gosh. no! I'm not saying I buy into it. I'm just saying if that <laughs> oh, were to be true, no. I'd be like my we mind. We still would, need to talk about it. Yes, we do. My mind would melt. Mm. Uh, and then oh oh, I just had it and it disappeared from my head. Uh, but it, we'll, we'll talk. We'll probably I'll probably come up with it later. But I'm saying like overall, there's probably th like 
at least three different things. Like, I have a challenge crazy. for you guys yeah. for an episode just because I don't know why I want to hear it and hear what you think about it. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Definitely don't want to have, you do not have time to interject with it. But what about the great pyramids in Egypt? I would love to know. Ooh, that would be another one. What you think about the pyramids in Egypt? How were they built? Who Ooh, built them? We could that do would the be pyramids. Really cool. That yeah. should right into like we love talking about aliens. We yeah, might as well. Yeah. I don't I know. Know. Why like, do we think about the, that before? That's one of the leading ones, right? Is the aliens. But anyway, so well now now that we're back on the topic of aliens, <laughs> I, oh, I want to pose I want to pose a question to you, Derek. Right? Uh, as I'm pouring another yeah. cup of coffee. So this is what we talked about um last time we talked about this theory. This is what I ended off on as a joke. But and I know you're going to make fun of it, but I really just want to hear your take on it. Okay. So, so play it, play in this thought experiment with me. Okay. The Beatles are all aliens. They were replaced by aliens. Either Paul McCartney only was replaced by an alien or all of the Beatles were replaced by aliens. Just what, what do you think about that? <laughs> what do I think yeah, about, what, what that? about that? Just, just the possibility. <laughs> For, <laughs> what kind of question is that? For one, I mean, are you an alien? Welcome to Riley's brain. That's all I know. I, I figured that out. Uh, I'm just gonna say that's a, a bunch of baloney. <laughs> okay. I will say though, right. that's a. I feel like that's a valid reason why Stephen King would kill John Lennon if John Lennon was actually an alien. Because, you, know, <laughs> you guys are so, wearing me out. So, but Stephen King has one of the most like prevalent messed up minds in my but, opinion but when it, it comes but it to anything. Makes me think about a line in Men in Black, the first one. Mm-hmm. Where Will Smith's character goes, you do you do realize Elvis is dead? He said, "No, son, he just went home." Yep, yep, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. So one. you know, maybe, maybe, maybe John went home. Maybe he wasn't assassinated. Maybe he was an alien and he went home. I mean, yeah. Well, it's you. You, I don't know. <laughs> you mentioning Men in Black reminds me of actually. Uh, reminds me of actually a, a fun line uh, like that's in that movie that I think is is great for thought experiments, and that is uh, 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat, and 15 minutes ago, you knew that humans were alone on this planet. Yeah. So, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe you, I'm an alien. I, mean, I don't know you, it. You got me there. Maybe we're all <laughs> aliens and hey, don't that's realize a, That's it. a callback to our first episode. <laughs> and maybe we're all aliens. We were just dropped off. Exactly, yeah. And hmm. now we don't, and they, we don't remember. Maybe we're aliens who our ancestors did something terrible and got exiled. Now we're here. I mean, maybe, maybe we could go down this. Maybe oh, we're the Lord. Australia of planets. <laughs> we're, Crikey. We're a penal colony. <laughs> Um, I, I really don't, man. I got nothing on, you know, asking me, do you think the Beatles were, uh, no, but <laughs> hey, it's fun to talk about. <laughs> so now um, Michael Jackson on the other oh, hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dennis uh, Rodman on the other hand. Well, well, Dennis is extravagant, but I don't think he's an alien. Lady Gaga, maybe. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> okay. whoa. Okay. We're now we're, whoa. Okay. And whoa. here's, here's one for you. Taylor Swift, she's, she's almost too perfect. No one on this planet can have the, the that kind of teeth unless they're from Mars or something. Now that I could agree with. And I did that. I threw, threw that in there for all the Swifties. I was like, all you Swifties our, our, out there listening, you can fight me on this. I think Taylor Swift is overrated. Uh, oh, oh whoa, no, I wasn't going to go there. It. I will say it. Hold I on. was just going to say, hey, Emily. Taylor Swift is a, is a uh, alien. And Sarah and and Veronica. Taylor Swift is an alien. We're we're gonna have to lock the door. We're gonna get people. <laughs> we're, we're gonna start hearing banging on the door like. <laughs> uh, oh, well, we may have to cut that going, just as a possibility. Going down this rabbit hole. I think we're rambling now. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Let, let's go back. Uh, first thing that we want to do here. It's <sighs> good coffee. Um, yeah, speaking of good coffee, uh, pulling us right in perfectly on, on the coffee we've made here with the percolator. Um, just a, give us a one to 10 scale on how you would rate it and some thoughts with the coffee. You want me to start? Yeah, sure. Sure. Go ahead. Well, I will say it's, it's the the percolator coffee I've noticed has its own unique taste once it's made Mm -hmm. and it's got a, there's a smoothness to it. So Mm -hmm. it, it, if this coffee did in fact have a bitterness to it, it's gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I do taste, um, some, a hint of a sweetness to it. And that must be like a vanilla That's or vanilla. something. There's vanilla. There's in a it, sweetness so yeah. to it. But if I was to give it a scale and my scale is pretty hard, 
mm-hmm. because oh, I've, I've got a, I'm going to go on and give it a five. Okay. It's not the worst I've drank and it's not the best I've drank. If you were buying, you'd pick something else, I but would if someone was making, else. you wouldn't complain. Yeah. 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 If you made the, if you made this again, I would drink it. Um, but I wouldn't seek it out in the store. Hmm. Logan, this is the first time I'm ever going to say this on our show. I'd give this a 10. Really? Yeah. This is the okay. first time I've ever given 10 to a coffee. However, I do believe it is because it was made in the percolator. Like I'm making that acknowledgement really? right now. You think it's a percolator? I, I honestly do think so. Like, because the way we've made them before, like I'm able to, I, I almost feel like the percolator is a sort of like, is in itself a perfectionist of coffee. Like if I were to personify the percolator as like a living being, like it just makes coffee <laughs> quote unquote perfect. Well, so actually a little, a little fun fact. I did some digging um, because I was interested in getting a percolator. Yeah. Uh, it actually with, again, with coffee snobs or with people who like do a lot with coffee, it ranks pretty low on really? coffee quality. It does. And I think Derek's mentioned probably why that would be every time you make coffee with it, it has a, it has its unique thing it adds to it, right? Like the percolator itself adds something unique. So I'm wondering if you start throwing really expensive coffee in there, if it's going to cover up some of the like intentional qualities, which I mean, isn't necessarily a bad thing depending on where you're coming from. Like if that's what you like, that's what you like. But I I just thought it was fun. It ranks pretty low, surprisingly. I'll say this. The original percolators were made for Maxwell house coffee. Really? (laughs) And you laugh that because oh. it Maxwell is kind of considered the lowest the, of the, the low. low type of brand coffee. Well, back in the day, it, used to be. it was mm-hmm. like the coffee to buy for percolator coffee. They actually had the commercials, the yeah. whole works with the little percolator tune and everything. It this thing here, and I guarantee you, if I was to make some Maxwell House in this thing, it probably tastes good. You'd probably enjoy it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, if because it was made out of the percolator, I think it gets a ten. Now, if I were to drink this outside of the percolator, I, I I would have to actually try it not made with a percolator to actually, I feel like, give a more accurate rating. I want I just want to make that perfectly clear. Yeah, no, fair enough. Now it's time for your ranking. Yeah, um, I think for me, uh, I think I'm with Derek here. I think I give it a five. Uh, this is not, it's not something I would seek out intentionally, but I'm, I'm not complaining about it. I think yeah. it's good. I enjoy it. It's not the kind of flavor notes that I, like, I would seek out. Um, you know, if I was making my own, I'd probably do one of the other ones we've tried before mm-hmm. or, um, like that first the, one we did was really, really, really good. Yeah. I, well, I what first. is it? The, the somewhat local company to hear milk M Y L K E. Yes. I just got a, my first bag of that and I it's, think it's our number 34. As far as local, that's my favorite coffee. I mean, wow. It, it blew me, it blew me away. It was wonderful. It's like a we'll definitely be doing that coffee down the road. I don't know. It's good. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have to get some now for this thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I give, I give it a five, not hating it, not my favorite. It's just right there in the middle. That's yeah. fair. Uh, so same thing, but with the conspiracy, uh, one to 10 scale and a little bit of reasoning why you don't have to follow any sort of, um, specific, like, this is the one to 10 I'm rating it on. Just give us the conspiracy as a whole, uh, one through 10 and why you're rating it that way. For the Paul is dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Paul is dead. For the law, for the, for, so I guess I'll look at it in a sense of longevity. We're mm-hmm. set, we're talking since 1966. Yeah. It, 60 years. And, and we're still talking about it today in 2023. And I made the statement earlier that I feel like if it is in fact, well, even if it's not, true it's still a conspiracy that has held the test of time all these years and it's still as far as i'm concerned one of the top conspiracy theories to ever be created whether real or faked by the beatles or just someone said it and the beatles just continued with it i'm going to go on and give it an eight or a nine only for the just because of the longevity of it. Certainly. I feel like here we're talking about it in 2023. We'll still be talking about it in 2033, 33, 43, and 53, I'm calling it. And even after the Paul McCartney we know today passes away, it'll probably wake it back up. Yeah. They're like, well, he's he's really dead now, but... All this time, was it really Paul? I don't yeah, know. Oh, it's it's going to blow up when he dies. When, when and then they're going to do a yeah. DNA test or something, and they're going to be like, oh, oh, Lord, that'll be that'll be the so, day. Yeah. So I still feel like I, I don't know. With I'm these gonna, celebrity deaths that keep happening, I, I'm not. 
I'm not here yeah, for it. I'm not happy. This on the day that we lost Lance Reddick. Man, heartbreaking. Very sad. Uh, but so myself, um, I'll let Logan end off with his rating this time. Uh, okay. But myself, I don't remember what I rated it the first time. Neither do but I. I, I've been doing some thinking between, like, actually leading up to this episode, and especially after a conversation, I'd probably give this a good, a good nine out of ten. Um, I don't know what I rated it last time, but the the main reason I'm thinking that, like, you've mentioned longevity, which is a big part of it for me. Um, also, like how deep it goes yeah. with all of the stuff we were looking at, all of the little pieces of most of it kind of, you know, bogus evidence, <laughs> but like yeah. there's a lot and people put a lot of work into it. And it also ties in with the whole Stephen King thing to an extent and all of that. Like I give it a nine. Um, and I, I agree with you. I honestly think if you take away the huge conspiracy theories that are either super political or like diminishing the lost lives of people and their families. Like once you take those away, like what else is there other than like Paul McCartney, the lunar landing and flat earth. I mean, it's, it's up there. Like once you <laughs> yeah. get rid of the political and set aside the problem, more problematic conspiracies, like yeah. it's, it's up there. It's, it's up there. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Logan? So I think I've rated, I would have rated this higher the last time we talked about this and my death. I'm going to give it a six. Oh. Which is which is I feel like lower than uh, I would expect because like I mentioned this is like my favorite conspiracy to talk about. The reason I give it a six is because I I think because I've I've thought about it so much. Like, like to me this just this conspiracy should become enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Like it's become enjoyable to talk about. I've we've discussed it at least twice now. And I've discussed it many times before this. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm definitely an amateur when it comes to the information, especially especially because some of the information Derek presented today, I had no clue existed. The lookalike competition really threw me for a loop. I had no clue that. I saw the look on your face yeah, I like, when I said that. I had no clue that existed, but I'm saying like it's for me, it's a six only because like I, I now wonder what else is out there that I don't know about. Sure. Like what other conspiracies are out there that I can like, to use my terminology, tickle my brain even more mm -hmm. than this originally did. And mm -hmm. I think, and I'm not saying that like, I've lost the love for it. I've lost the interest in it. I just think I've, I've kind of just in my mind, I've put this theory to bed mm -hmm. because of what we've been able to discuss. And we've been all be able to come to the consensus that it's just, it's just not true. It's probably just not true. Yeah. Like there's, there's way more realistic explanations to this conspiracy. And that's the thing about conspiracy theories is that they're fun to talk about because of the high fantasy quote unquote of the explanations that come with them. Secret knowledge. Really. Exactly. We talked about this with Dr. Sinclair, the, the secret knowledge of what it is. And now mm -hmm. that we've discussed it more and more, it's like, it's, it's no longer secret knowledge and I'm okay with that, but that's, that's kind of just lowered it a little bit for me for sure. Just to put it out there. So, so you think it's not true. Logan? I can still, there's still a part of me that says like, it's possible, but that like, that, possibility the the chance the like percentage of that has been shrinking more and more and more the more i keep thinking about it the more i keep discussing it so, so on and so forth so logan if i ask you yes or no is paul mccartney dead no okay i think i would say no as well no Derek? no no it looks like that's the consensus y'all the leading experts in this no, <laughs> yeah we're experts at something but i don't well, think it's i don't think it's this definitely something i can run a mean game of dungeons and dragons there but that's, you go that's where i'm at i don't uh, bs my way just throughout anything and that's where i'll leave it with that yeah that's what we're the experts for BS. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us, Derek. Absolutely. It was, I appreciate you asking. I know it took a little time to get me on here, and and uh, but it's uh, and I was a to be honest with you. Other than Tom Mitzel's pot, you know, his radio show podcast, mm -hmm. and Becca's little Yas McQueen. Yas McQueen. <laughs> this is my first full uh, prepped podcast. Really, awesome. so, I appreciate that because I've kind of danced around it. Like oh, I don't want to, I just, I just, no. And finally, I, I wore him down. <clears throat> we wore him down. Yeah, I finally, we're like, Derek, you got to come on the show. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you. So I'll say this. I know you. I know we've. I don't know how long we've been. We've been here for at least an hour. It is almost <laughs> three forty-five. Yeah. So so it's one hour. About hour fifty. Look at that. So I get on here and we're on for one hour. Imagine that. No, that's you. That's normal for us, though. We're okay. only recording for so, about so an hour. I don't feel so bad now. Now you're fine. So I teach on air DJ, which is short, quick, minute, minute and a half breaks. Mm -hmm. Community weather. Get in, get out. What's coming up? Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. That's all you know. And I've done that myself for twenty five years. 
you know, I've had rated afternoon and morning shows that feature that. And that's kind of my little niche. That's where I'm stuck, if you will. <laughs> and then you sit me down on a talk show and it's like, how do I articulate? I, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. And I was scared to articulate my thoughts on this. And at, even at first, I was still, am I articulating what I need to say today? I mean, and so. I mean, we really are full of tangents. We're, I, I feel like it feels like, and it's sort of what we want it to feel like, like we're just sitting down and talking. I mean, our tagline is a couple clueless college kids review fresh brews and debate conspiracy views. And I think that's how we come across. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would think yeah. so. Um, like, we're not trying to be professional. We're not trying to debunk it. And I, I feel like it's just fun to be able to talk about. I agree. Um, and so, I mean, so I, this I was think a good you first, great. first program. And I'm not, I'm not as nervous talking to you guys as I was, say, Tom Mitzel. Ah, see, Tom, that's completely Tom's, fair. Tom's great to talk to, but he's still the president of the college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, when he came on the show, I was so intimidated and nervous <laughs> at the start, but he made it just I think I was so the only one that was going to like, hey, Dr. Mitzel, how you doing? Like, I was <laughs> Well, I've it. gotten better with him, but with my first show with him, when you hear him talk, he enunciates. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can hear the comma in his sentences when he speaks. Yep. And it's like, oh. Not man. only can you hear it, but when you're editing his vocals, you can just oh, see it. See, like, I was... Man, I, I was sitting there editing the episode we had Mitzel on for, and I was like, wow, wow, do we sound like a like a, a, a couple of dummies compared to him. <laughs> and and, 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 and I hear it when I speak to him, mm -hmm. when he speaks so eloquently. Oh, yeah. And I'm over here going, hey, what's, what's, what's going, going on? on? How you doing? <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, my God, mm -hmm. you know. And so I then I that. try to speak like Tom Mitzel, and then suddenly I speak like a robot. And it's like, I'm just going to be my. I'm no longer free-flowing like the well, way I wanted to be. So yeah. you said you, you teach on air and go on air. Where where can people find you? Find me? To, to be able, yeah, to be able to listen to you media. on the air, listen to the, to the radio station. Well, the radio station itself, WKWC.org, is a great site. All of the widgets for all of our social media platforms are right there, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can check us out on all of them. And now I'm not on the air like this guy sitting next to me Hello. and, the, and this, <laughs> the station's about the students. It's not necessarily about me. I will say that I'm jealous of the students. I miss, I miss doing the morning show with you. I miss it. So <clears throat> like my fresh, our, my, my freshman year, Derek used to host a morning show at like seven in the morning. Actually, I, I actually would start at 6am. Right. He would be there and, and, and let the students, students come in at seven. seven. <laughs> and I remember, I remember every Friday I'd be like, Derek, I'll be there on Fridays. Cause it's a Friday. Like why not? I don't wake up early just to go hang out with Derek for like an hour or hour or two. And I'd come in and him, I would co or I would co-host with him the morning show. And Dean McQueen used to always call in uh -huh. all the time. And I remember that having fun with it. I miss those days. Like, honestly, I missed, co-hosting with him because I just I love you're not the first person to bring that up I'm and not it, gonna be the it, last and it may come back because of the fact Ooh. that people missed it but, but it, it just it, but it got to where you know when I got to train you know mm -hmm. 25 plus students oh, and, yeah. and uh and there's time for that and then like this semester with the class mm -hmm. I don't I don't know how that would have worked with a class well, so that's completely it's fair. Just, but I will say, you know, I, you know, I've been, you know, in some capacity, been on the air at 25 years. And so when uh, uh, I'm not on and you guys are on with the headphones on way more than me, I kind of live vicariously through you. It's oh, fair yeah. point. It's a fair point. And I'll, I'll, sometimes during the training, like next week, I'm training, uh, retraining Talia. She's back on next oh, week. Oh, awesome. awesome. And uh, Sarah, I finally got her. You finally, yes. Finally got Sarah, our resident. Uh, uh, recluse in the, in the background uh, uh, to be on the air starting next week. She's going to have a three hour air shift. Wow. So I'm going to be training her. That's awesome. So I'll get to plug in my old headphones and be on well, the air. Awesome. So. Well, hey, if any of you, if any of you listening want to listen to any of the students do their, yeah. uh, their, like their time on the radio and, and getting to be radio DJs and radio hosts, it's super awesome. Um, we are, we're WKWC 90.3. I believe you can listen to us on the MyTuner radio app. So MyTuner radio app, Radio FX app, Radio Garden. Uh, <laughs> you could also, we, I say this all the time on my show. Like you can ask that all the time. I'm like, there is, it is near, damn near impossible to not listen to us. We're also on TuneIn. We're also on TuneIn. We have an Alexis skill. 
Like you can listen to us through your Alexa enabled devices. It's just, and then also 90.3 WKWC FM, right? We broadcast as well. Like we, <laughs> yeah. you, it is, it is impossible. Like you have to live under a rock essentially to not, or you, choose, you, choose not to. You can even listen to us on your Amazon Echo Dot. Exactly. Oh, and the podcasts are also listed on our website really? as well. Okay. So when you visit the site, there's a widget there for our podcast. So there's no excuse not to listen to anything we do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you want to check it out, though, WKWC 90.3. We also want to thank, uh, well, I guess now thank Derek and mm-hmm. the radio station in general for letting us record through the studio. It is a major blessing. I don't know if we'd necessarily be able to pull this off we or at least get this get the start going without it. Um, it would and, sound uh, way more terrible. It, like I, I, Our production quality would decrease by like, 50% if we were to not do this here, I will in my honest opinion. To that is the, the, the quality of this studio is amazing. It is. Oh, it it is. really I does have a mics. nice sounding studio. It is beautiful. Um, yeah, we also want to thank you for coming along and, and throwing in your insight and letting us steal your percolator for a little bit. And um, if, if any of you listening have any ideas for coffees we should try or conspiracies we should discuss, go ahead and send it to us at the email. Pantheradio at kwc.edu. In his uh, radio voice. Did you catch that? Yeah. Uh, and make sure to throw into the subject line coughing conspiracies or something so that we know that it's for us. Um, and yeah, I think the most important part that we really need to mention here uh, out of all of this always is that this is a simulation. Wake up, Neo. Fuck.